0: specify to whom your question is uh, directed and then you ask question. Um, you will take just three questions. Oh, you are also requested to uh, speak louder. Uh, as, okay. I, I, I believe we do have mics. Don't we have roving mics? Okay. If, if you are able to speak uh, louder, Karen, you, you can go ahead. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Ooh, it works. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, it's – must I stand up? Are you – okay. Sitting It's um, Karina Plessy from uh, Reuters. I have a question both for uh, – for, for, yeah, for, for um, both the minister and the vice president. Um, my question for Minister Pandor, um, when you said that um, the seeking peace in U- between Ukraine and Russia is not only up to African countries – was that a little bit of an accusation that um, other countries uh, are not doing enough to seek peace? I mean, I'm referring to the uh, recent decision about Germany to send tanks um, to, to the Ukraine. Do you think – to Ukraine, do you think they're not doing enough? And to, um, to Vice President Borrell, um, I have a question in, on – we recently had a visit from the Russian Foreign Minister, um, Sergei Lavrov, and uh, – okay, I'll speak more slowly, sorry – and um, South Africa will be hosting military exercises with Russia um, and China later on in February. And I'm, yeah. And I just wanted to know what is the EU, what, what is the EU's view on that? Um, do you think that South Africa is taking sides too much with Russia? Thank you.
0: With, with your permission, Minister and, and, and Vice President, can we just take all the questions and then the, and respond and then come to a close of the press conference? Go ahead, Kaya. Thank you.
2: Hi. Good afternoon. It's Kylie Fekumada here from SABC News. I just want to get from um, just a reaction from the Vice President and the Minister. South Africa's Just Energy transition. how is the process going, especially because... I mean, we're talking about fighting against climate change, but yet, I mean, we've seen this demand for coal in South Africa. So, I mean, how's that process going? And maybe just to get your input, Vice President, you're also going to Botswana. You know, you've been meeting with the SADC leadership. What are you hoping to get? Because we know that you have been helping as EU in terms of fighting and repelling the terror attacks in capital Kat in Mozambique. Are you hoping to get more updates to that? Thank you.
0: The last question goes to Gavin.
3: Thank you, Gavin. Thank you so much. Uh, my name is gavin Whittles from Newsroom Africa, Channel 405. Uh, Mr. Burrell, I would like to know if the dialogue discussed at all the false coddling moth regulations Um, and that have been deemed discriminatory and unfair restrictions on South Africa when it comes to its citrus imports into the European Union. Um, I would like to know if the European Union has decided by how much it would increase its grant component uh, to the funding of the Just Energy Transition. Have you received an implementation plan from South Africa? We received the report that it was considering increasing that grant component. Did South Africa at all express any concern about the proliferation of weapons in the Ukraine area? Um, And did South Africa make any view known on whether it would be appropriate for other countries to to send military aid uh, to occupied territories? Thank you.
0: Kevin, can you please repeat the question? You are being requested to repeat the questions. Yes. The last part.
3: Thank you. I was referring to the deployment of tanks to the Ukraine, whether it would be appropriate for other countries to also deploy tanks to occupy territories such as the Gaza Strip. Thank you.
0: Uh, coaches, can I hand it over and to yes to respond? Thank you.
2: Um, I, I would never uh, say other countries are not doing enough. Uh, what I propose is that we should work together toward seeking a negotiated process and an outcome that is addressing the concerns of all the parties involved in the conflict. This is what I'm proposing. I'm not blaming this one or blaming that one. But I'm saying let's find a way of working for an outcome. Because only looking at uh, the fact that we have a conflict is not enough to save lives and stop this war. So I'm saying let's look at a multifaceted approach and work together, not say, you know, South Africa, You know Russia, you work you know, persuade them. It's a world problem. Let, as the global community, let us work together to find peace. Um, Military exercises, uh, Vice President. uh, Of course, uh, the questioner did not uh, add that we had military exercises with the United States and France last year, and this question was not asked, but please
4: proceed. I understood that the two questions that you asked to me, I will merge. The one related to the war in Ukraine, the South Africa position, and the other related with the citrus uh, trade problem, which is a completely different one. You know, first thing I have to do when I talk about the position of third countries about uh, the aggression of of Russia aggression against Ukraine is that uh, we respect the right of every state to conduct its foreign policy according with its own interest, certainly. And we have never never tried to to say to anyone – the way they have to behave. Every country has the right to have its own foreign policy according with its own interest. By the way, this is also true for Ukraine. That is also true for Ukraine. It's true for South Africa. It's true for all independent countries in the world. And since the beginning of the Russian aggression against Ukraine, we have been expressing our view and developing our commitment and engagement on supporting Ukraine and try to explain to the rest of the world why do we do that. And facts are facts. 140 states, which is a considerable number, has been condemning Russia's aggression against Ukraine. And I know that South Africa respects the Charter of the United Nations and the territorial integrity of the states. Allow me to stress that from a legal point of view, there is no doubt Russian aggression is illegal and illegitimate on the international law to which South Africa and the European Union are very much attached. We recently, some member states, have decided to increase their military support to Ukraine. It's the new of the day, or the past weekend. Germany and others have decided to increase and to upgrade the military support to Ukraine. This is done in view of the permanent bombing of the civilian infrastructure, the killing of civilians and the destruction war that Russia is developing against Ukraine. And I think this is the right thing to do. and I encourage all Member states of the European Union to participate in this effort. About uh, military Navy drills uh, between the South African Navy, the Russian Navy, and the Chinese Navy, well, this is part of my first statement. Every country has the the right to develop its foreign policy according with its own interest. In other moments of the time, uh, there were drills with other fleets. And uh, I understand the desire of certain countries including South Africa to spare Russia for one reason or another. Uh, and I cannot uh, I cannot be against any activity but I have to say that this coincidence between the starting of the war and these uh, military drills for us is something that... Uh, is not the best thing that we would have preferred. But our preferences doesn't mark the sovereign decision of our partners. And by the citrus issue, which is a less dramatic one, what I understand is important, because it affects jobs and agricultural activity in a country that needs to create jobs, uh, unhappily, we haven't reached an agreement today. We just express our will to continue discussing about it at the highest political level. We understand the urgency, we understand the importance, but uh, today it was not possible to reach an agreement. So we decided to continue working in order to have a, a solution for this uh, difference on the view of the next uh, uh, summit.
2: Well, on the uh, JTP, uh, as you would know, the uh, Commission on Climate Change has uh, prepared a joint energy transition plan investment uh, plan, which uh, South Africa unveiled at COP27 in Sharm el-Sheikh, Uh, Egypt. So we have an investment plan now which spells out the various programs, projects that have to be undertaken and provides a costing which equates to around 98 billion U.S. dollars of funding needed in order to fully execute a just energy transition plan. So uh, that is where we are. We are proceeding with the agreed uh, program areas that speak to the 8.5 promised uh, a billion euro, uh, rather billion dollars. And uh, you would know that uh, we're looking at the matter of repurposing uh, some of the older coal-fired power stations. The President uh, gave a detailed outline of this uh, a few days ago. So the plan is proceeding. As to uh, addressing the grant component, we've tabled this matter to our partners and pointed out to them the hazards to us of some of the concessional loan conditionalities and how these don't address uh, the wide gap uh, uh, that exists in uh, potential funding for the program uh, specifications of the Just Energy Transition Uh, investment uh, plan, so we are hoping that our partners will give consideration to reducing the loan component, which has very onerous interest uh, elements, and to looking more favorably at the uh, grant aspect. We've also been directed by some of the partners to other development finance institutions that may make uh, more favorable uh, conditional funding uh, available. So a whole spectrum of plausible areas of funding are being looked at uh, by the government, but we are determined uh, that we will proceed with the just energy transition. We also uh, must always remind us uh, that the use of coal won't end tomorrow, next week, or next year. It's with us for some time. We have significant coal deposits. We have new coal-fired power stations. Those will continue to exist as we reduce the use of fossil fuels in our energy sources. So I really want us to move away from this fear we are creating in communities that depend on coal for a livelihood that tomorrow the coal uh, sector will be closed, because this is its not true, um, and it's actually something that we shouldn't be, you know, projecting uh, in the public domain, because it's a dishonest uh, uh, commentary on our Just Energy Transition Plan. Um, well, I don't know whether it would be a plausible government to have countries that have very large armed stocks, uh, military stocks, to give arms to Palestine. It's not happened in the 75 years of Palestine suffering. I don't see it happening in this context. I think uh, we've answered all all the questions.
0: Yes, you have, Minister. And uh, as we come to the end of this press conference, allow me, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to thank uh, Vice President Borrell and Minister Pando for participating uh, in this press conference. Thank you very much.